the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. It comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Welcome to the All Things Rugby League Podcast. I'm your host, Big Les. Now, today we're going to be talking about the Round 23 in review. What a round it was for footy. Uh, great few games. Absolutely love this round. Close to finals. Well, let's have a look at the games. So, the first game that happened this week, Thursday night, the Storm and the Titans. The Storm beating the Titans. 34 to 20. Now, Jesus, I've never seen a team look more likely to beat the Melbourne Storm. But the Titans really looked like they were going to win in that first half. They were pretty much on top. And the Storm, seriously, is a hard team to look like to beat, technically, to be honest. Hard team to beat. Hard team to look on top over. Like, it's crazy how the Titans managed to fire up against the Melbourne Storm. What a great game. Absolutely awesome contest. 34-20. Now that's pretty close considering that Titans aren't in the top eight and Melbourne are first and have that record of absolutely thrashing teams, especially this season. For Titans to keep up in the contest, that was brave and that was really, really Awesome to watch. Now, the Titans scored first with a try by Marzu, so congratulations to Marzu, that's awesome. Great player. I was actually going to put him in my team of the week. Um, I think I did, I don't know. Um, you'll have to find out. <laughs> um, Storm made plenty of errors in that first half. I think it's probably because they're without their halfback. They don't have that structure. They had a lot of players out, a lot of star players out, and they just really fell apart in the start of that game, but sort of got their rhythm back in the second half. Fogarty had an awesome try saver in that game. The Titans were pretty much on fire early. Uh, the Storm had just come back in that second half, and do what they do, the Storm, they shut teams down and they did that to the Titans in the second half. Bo Fermo, what an amazing tackle he did to save a try. He, he had great, he saved a try, but he had great defence all game. Like, he, he was just solid, absolutely solid. Titans actually led at half-time, 16-12, but... I, just, I just seriously don't know how they let go. They, they were on top, they were on fire, and then the Melbourne Storm just shut them down in the second half. Jaden Campbell got a double in the first half, which is amazing, especially for a young kid. So that's awesome. Titans, Titans kicking game and defense was on point. The whole game, the Storm just broke through them, because like, that's what the Storm do, to be honest. The Storm, even though they made a few errors, like they just looked dangerous the whole time. Just such a hard team to beat. 
even Munster was just barging over. He barged over for a try. Like, that's crazy. The Melbourne Storm, they've accomplished so much this season. Uh, it's what's such a great club. It, it still proves that the Storm can be beaten, to be honest. Like, they showed signs that, that the Titans did. Especially them being a bottom eight side, they still turned up and they still gave the Storm a fair competition. So, Storm can be beaten. Um, we'll just have to see who does it. Injuries, George Jennings, unfortunately, he's re-aggravated a PCL injury, which most likely means that his season is over. That's really unfortunate for him. He's such a great player. And he had only just come back from that PCL injury, so really unfortunate that he's re-aggravated that. Such a great player. Uh, suspensions and fines. Taylor, Ashley Taylor is facing a fine of $1,150 for an early guilty plea and $1,500 for an unsuccessful trip to the judiciary uh, for contrary conduct offence offense involving Nico Hines in the 64th minute. That's unfortunate for Taylor. At least he's not getting suspended, I guess. But still, a thousand bucks—that's a lot of money. McIntyre is facing the same monetary amount for the 70th minute dangerous contact, which means that he's getting going to get fined the same amount. Uh, but his was involving Storm prop Kristen Mulch, which, yeah, that's unfortunate for them. Uh, but as I said, it's lucky they're not getting suspended. Uh, I think fines are the way to go, especially in the finals. You don't want anyone out. So, yeah, they're just lucky they didn't get suspended. Uh, moving on to the next game, Raiders versus Manly. What a game. What a close contest. Literally one point deciding them. 18-19 was, was the score. Manly just won, even without Tom Drovich. I think that's impressive considering the times that they've lost drastically without... Um, Tom Trevojevic but I think that just shows where Raiders are at this season they didn't really start off well they sort of got their form back but I think their game just really sums up their season and um, I hope that they come back better like they were last year and hopefully they have carry on that form to next year uh, so Soliola was out uh, early like he was uh, out of the side and Louis Demarnus Louis was put in onto the bench instead. Tafita Funa replaced Tom Trevojevic at fullback. Then uh, they were the changes before the game. So Harley Smith Shields scored in the corner pretty early. Olokawatu was denied because of um, obstruction by Tapao. But jeez, he's a powerful player. He's been in some great form this week, Olokawatu. I'd love to see where his footy takes him. He's such a great player. He did score. Second time lucky. He he did get over. Um, so, awesome. He's such an awesome player. He's one of my favourite Manly players, other than Tom Trevojevic, of course. Uh, Croker hit the left post after a penalty goal to level of scores. He was very lucky he got that in. It was a crazy kick. I thought he missed it, but it hit the post and went in, which was really lucky for the Raiders. Um, that really would have changed things in that game if he had missed that goal, to be honest. Um, Morgan Harper, what a player. He scored as well in this one and levelled the scores. 
Uh, but geez, yeah, Harper, what a player. He's 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 just classy, really classy. Um, my dad reckons he looks like Prince. <laughs> I can see it, but well, I, I don't know. Um, Sirenen over and puts Manly in front. Um, yeah, Sirenen, he's just a quality player. Such a great man for the Manly. So great for Manly, sorry. Cherry Evans drills a field goal from 30 metres out. And that's what won them the game, uh, pretty much. Uh, Nicole Klockstad also scored with 45 seconds to go, but unfortunately that field goal pretty much solidified their um, winnings in that game. Uh, so well done to Cherry Evans for that one. And Shushar was sent to the bin with two seconds left, which I really don't see the point in that. I mean... Why not just end the game there? It's two seconds. It's not really going to change much. Uh, anyway, suspensions. Tavita Funa was has been suspended for two to three matches, uh, which is really unfortunate. You really don't want people suspended, especially in finals time. Victor Radley so unlucky. He's been very unlucky with suspensions this year. That's just an example. I mean, they don't get him back to finals week one, which they're lucky they still get him back for the finals, to be honest. But yeah, really unlucky to beat a Funa two or three matches. I mean, depending on how long Tom Trevojevic is out with that cheekbone injury, you, you really don't want any more of your fullbacks replacements out or suspended. So yeah, really unlucky for Manly. Let's move on to the South versus Penrith game now. I posted a podcast on this game um, on Saturday night. I wasn't that happy. I admit that my story was wrong, and I know that I can't be biased on this page. I know that Penrith did put in all their effort, and they had an absolutely stellar game, and it was a bit of childish of me to react in that way, but I still do stand to the point that it is quite frustrating when games are decided by penalties, and the penalty count was a bit horrendous in that game, and this isn't me speaking as a our supporter, it's me speaking as a footy fan. It's it's just so annoying when the penalty count is the deciding vote for who wins that game. It, it really frustrates me. Anyway, more on the game now. So the score was twenty-five to twelve. Um, Danny Gagai scored quite early. Um, South were pretty much in Penrith's face. For that first half, uh, or just the tw- first 20 minutes, to be honest, until those penalties started go- going up, uh, South were pretty much in their face, um, which is strange, especially with Cleary in their win-, win ratio. You don't really see teams in Penrith's face unless Cleary's not in the side. So South, uh, proving that they are finals contenders, it's such a great team. And I'm not just saying that again. I'm not just saying that as a South supporter. South are just proving that they are a finals contender this season. Uh, Anyway, Reynolds, second time lucky with the 40-20. I say that because last time we played Penrith, to win the game, there was a 40-20, and it wasn't a 40-20, so we sort of lost South the game to go into the grand final. Um, so yeah, second time lucky with that 40-20, lucky Renault got it this time, uh, such a great outcome for South. Latrell barges over, oh, he, like, 
he's just too strong. And Kalomatangi with the flick pass before the trail went in, like Keon Kalomatangi, he is a star of the future. He's such a great player. His vision and his passing for for a back rower is just sublime. He's such a great player. And as I said, the troll barges over. He's just too big, too strong. What an athlete, what a freak. Uh, Cleary gets a try and puts Penrith back in the game, 31 minutes in. Uh, yeah, Cleary, he, he just stands up in the big moments. He, so he's, he's such a great player. Um, South led 12-10 at halftime, which was just fantastic. Um uh, I seriously thought that Souths were going to win. Uh, obviously, I was wrong. But uh, Souths were pretty much hammered with penalties in the second half. They didn't even get any more points after that, to be on like at all. Um, and after halftime, seriously, I'm sure some fans, Souths fans, could definitely agree. It was pretty much a scripted referee-dominated game in the second half. Uh, and I do stand by that. Oh, I know that I was childish about it on Saturday night, but I still do stand by it. I think that, uh, seriously, uh, Souths were hammered by with penalties by the referee, and that's what decided the game in the second half. Uh, anyway, the injuries from that game... The Panthers lost fullback Dylan Edwards to a head knock during the first half of their clash with South on Friday night. Uh, so yeah, he got he was lost with a head knock. Uh, Friday night, sorry, I keep saying Saturday night. Friday night was the night I posted the podcast, and as I said, I I know I was childish, and I do apologise for the way I did act after that game. Uh, Edwards clashed heads with teammate Villiam Kikau as they attempted to tackle. Attempted a tackle in the 25th minute and he was taken from the field for a HIA, which he failed. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if he won't be playing next week. Um, but it depends what the concussion protocols are. If he does have concussion, he did fail the HIA, so that would sort of mean that he probably does have concussion. Uh, but And also, Josh Mansour has got a suspected MCL injury which means that his season could be over oh, hopes and prayers that it isn't he was just sublime the other night he was a, such a great player and he's such a great signing by South and suspensions Rabbitohs forward Keon Kloa-Matungi will get two to three matches out Panthers forward Scott Sirenson received a grade one dangerous contact charge for a late hit on South's lock Cameron Murray in the second half for the game at Suncorp Stadium and is facing a $750 fine with an early guilty plea. Again, very lucky he wasn't suspended. You, As I said, you don't want anyone suspended before or during finals. That is just the worst thing that could happen to a side. So they're very lucky they got the fine. Not so lucky for Keon Kalomatangi. I mean, I love him. He's such a great player and we're very unlucky that we won't have him in the finals. Anyway, moving on to the next game, the West Tigers and the Sharks. No suspensions from that one, that, to my knowledge, but, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, we don't want suspensions in our game. 
Um, so that's good for lucky for both sides that there weren't any. To my knowledge, as I said, I don't know if they've updated it in the past two days. Um, anyway, moving on to the next game, the West Tigers and the Sharks. The Sharks beat the Tigers 50-20. to 20. I mean, I wasn't expecting that score. I didn't expect it to be a blowout like it was. Uh, unlucky for Maginis Tigers. Uh, seriously, was not expecting the score to be like that at all. Um, Tigers scored in the first six minutes, but they couldn't convert the try. Uh, there was plenty of errors in the first half from both sides. Uh, it didn't really look like it was going to be a high-scoring game, but obviously... Uh, was proven wrong, 50 to 20. I mean, geez, today, like that's nothing compared to the other scores in this season, but still, that's pretty high. Uh, and as I said, no one really expected it to be a blowout like that. Uh, Trindle, Trindle's long ball pretty much sets up Kantoa for a try and puts the Sharks in, in, in front. Multalo got a double and he played really, really well. It was a pretty much an even contest uh, in the first half, but it's just a blowout in the second. There's not really much more to be said. Uh, yeah, just an absolute blowout in the second half. Sharks winner, Ronaldo Molotalo, after a suspected broken jaw during Cronulla's 50-20 romp over the West Tigers in Rockhampton on Saturday. So... Suspected broken jaw for Ronaldo. Great game, but really unlucky outcome. And he was crying when he was walking off. So I guess that does mean that he's been told that his season is over, which is really upsetting for him. Upsetting for him, sorry. And Tigers 5'8", Adam Dewey uh, had to leave the field late in the match with a knee issue. But coach Michael Maguire said the number six should be okay to play in next Sunday. Yeah, Sunday's clash with Penrith. And gee, you'd hope that undo his back for that game. He just has such an impact on the side. He's such a great player, Adam Dewey. One of my favourite players, and I was really upset when he left South. Uh, yeah, just a great player, um, Adam Dewey. And it's really upsetting that he was lost by them. Let's move on to the Bulldogs and the Knights. The Knights did win 22-16. Only just, to be honest, the Bulldogs did look like they were coming back right at the end, but it just wasn't to be. Lachlan Lewis started at 5-8 in place of Jack, Jake Avarillo, who was out with a foot problem and a calf strain. So that was unlucky for the Bulldogs. I mean, it could have been a different game with Jake Avarillo, just with the impact he brings, and he's just such an off-the-cuff player. Very, very skillful player. He just he's such a great player and unlucky to miss. But I guess Lachlan Lewis was a great replacement. I mean, he did some pretty outstanding stuff in that game. So, as I said, yeah, great replacement. There was a pretty awesome try in, in the first half. Lu, uh, Mitch Barnett knocked the ball back into the in goal. It was an amazing effort by Mitch Barnett. He legit ran all the way into the in goal. The, Balls that were just about to go out. It looked like he was diving for the try, and he knocked the ball back into the end goal and, and set up the try for Jacob Saifidi. Like for a lock forward who's probably in his late thirties to be doing stuff like that, or early, uh, late twenties, early thirties. I mean, that's amazing. 
he, he's such a great player. Uh, I just didn't really recognise how great of a player he was, but uh, after that game, he, he I think he proved to everyone uh, his worth. He's such a great player, Mitch Barnett. Uh, the Knights and the Dogs kicking games were on point, and for sure they were. It was such a great kicking game by both sides. The Allen try was disallowed, which was pretty unlucky for him. Uh, just like Adam Dewey, I was really upset when Corey Allen left South. I was really dumb letting him go. He's such a talented player, uh, and he we should have kept him, to be honest. But it's good that he's at the Bulldogs where he's starting. I honestly don't think he'd be starting with the side they've got now if uh, he had stayed at South. So I guess it's a blessing and a curse. I mean, Corey Allen, what a player. But the try was disallowed. Uh, the Bulldogs finally get on the board at five minutes into the second half with a crazy kick from Lachlan Lewis. Oh, oh, it was really good vision from Lachlan Lewis. It was the weirdest kick you've ever seen, but great kick by Lachlan Lewis. Um, and yeah, it put the it put the um, the Knights in to finally uh, the Bulldogs into finally score. Uh, Clifford just went through easy basically tore him apart with a great left foot step uh, great player Clifford he really does, has brought an impact to that night side this year I think he is one of the reasons why they're in the finals to be honest him and Mitchell Pearce two great calves and I think that's a great halves pairing for the club um, Ryan James got a pretty easy try first try for the Bulldogs so uh, good on him only there on a loan deal. Just to remind everyone, he hasn't signed with the Bulldogs. He is on there on a loan deal. And he should be going to right back to Raiders in the next few weeks. Uh, sorry, yeah, the Raiders in the next few weeks. Um, but gee, he's played well for the Bulldogs. And Ockenbore, what a try. I mean, he's just such a talented player, Ockenbore. It was a shame when he was taken out of the side... Uh, because of some business him and Corey Urinara got into, but gee, yeah, what a player he is, uh, Jade Nockenmore. Um, injuries, and there is quite a few. There is an update on Andrew Fafita. He underwent surgery this week, uh, late on Tuesday, just on his throat at Royal Brisbane Hospital. Uh, the surgeon carrying out the procedure informed that the surgery was successful and a full recovery is expected. Now, he definitely won't be playing again this season, but it's great to see that he is going to recover well and hopefully play footy very, very soon. Uh, Jake Avarillo, who was out with a foot problem and a calf strain. So, as I said before, that's why Avarillo was out, uh, foot problem and calf strain. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King has played his last game for the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs this season with the hooker returning to Sydney with the birth of his child. And I mean, fair enough. Um, congratulations to him. Uh, it, that's pretty awesome. Uh, and yeah, let's move on to the next game, the Cowboys and the Eels. Paramana finally got some life back in them. Finally getting a win, 32-16 against the Cowboys. Uh, very lucky to get that win. Uh, great performance by Paramara. Really starting to get back into the uh, into the game, to be honest. 
Um, I, do, I don't think they'll be uh, playing much finals footy this season. I mean, they can't not play finals footy, but I don't think they'll be getting that far in the finals. Um, I, I just can't see that happening. Um, the score was 32-16. to 16. Parramatta won that one. Uh, Madreki was a late inclusion uh, for the Cowboys, the winger that you probably did not recognise. He was a late inclusion. And Havasai Tawiwaifado was moved to fullback with Holmes being pushed out onto the wing. I do prefer Holmes on the wing. I reckon he's a better winger than he is fullback. Um, some people might have some different opinions on that, but I do think he's a better better on that wing. Um, the lane hit on Dearden to force, a, force an error. That was pretty awesome by Lane. He's not really your average second row. I, I don't personally rate him, but it was a great hit and uh, they got them the ball, Parramatta the ball. So, uh, yeah, great hit and uh, what a great outcome. Um, Hamaso, with the magic act to get out of his own goal, he just ran around everybody. Like, he, he has to be one of the fastest players in the NRL. He has to be up there with Saab and with Adokar. The, the speed, the sure speed that he has, just to run around everyone out of the owning goal, it was, it was magic. It was absolutely amazing. Hayes Dunstart kicks back in the field for Clint Gutherson uh, to score. I mean, Hayes Dunstart, again, just like Lachlan Lewis, great vision there for... One of the weirdest kicks we've ever seen to put Gutherson in for a try. Uh, great job to Hayes Dunstar. Great rookie. Uh, Mitchell Moses playing champagne footy to set up Wonga Blake for a try. He really was. He just he loves that sideline. Um, a lot of his outstanding plays pretty much happened on the sideline, including that try against the West Tigers last year. Um... Yeah, Mitchell Moses, what a player. Um, I, I, you know what? I'm going to say something right now. I think he played really well in Origin, and I know some people are going to disagree with that one, but I, I think he had a really good crack out there in Origin. He was such a great player. Uh, Granville in the centres, no worries. He scores anyway. Now, I do realise that he wasn't in the centres for the whole game. He was moved to hooker uh, late in the game, uh, but... Still, you put him anywhere and he will just have a great game. Granville, he's just one of those players. You say that he's too small and all that stuff, but I just reckon he's just a solid player and he's a great talent in the game. He's been around for a while and he just proves that he's still got it. Hamaso knocks on late in the game and Dylan Brown scores to win the game. I mean, if Hamaso, Tubby Wife, Doe, Caught that ball, he'd be running about 30 metres or more, to be honest. He's, he's just a talented player. He's really unlucky to drop that ball. And as I, and as I said, it won Paramount of the game when Dylan Brown scored that try off the error. Uh, really disappointing, but, uh, I mean, it's great for the Eels. Uh, they've finally got a win. Congratulations to them. Injuries, a blow for the Eels on Saturday night with winger Mike Acevo suffering a knee injury when he was bent over awkwardly in a, in a tackle trying to bring the ball out of the red zone. Um, yeah, 
really unfortunate. Marcus Sevo, uh, he, he's just such a great player, such a solid player, one of the strongest wingers I think I've ever seen. Uh, huge blow for the Parramatta Eels, depending on how long he is out for. Let's move on to the next game, the Dragons and the Roosters. 40-22, to 22. Roosters won that one. I mean, I couldn't see it going any other way. I don't think that the Dragons would have won that game, to be honest. I mean, James Tedesco, hats off to you, mate. You had such a great game. And I'll just reveal it now. He definitely is in my team of the week. He just had an absolute blinder out there. I think he ran for like 300 metres or more. I think it was like 318 metres he ran for. And four try assists. I mean, that is just crazy stats. Uh, so well done, Tedesco. Such a great player and definitely deserves the Origin jer- uh, origin jersey. And I think he definitely would have got the Australian jersey this year. He's just proven in those international games and he's just proven for the Roosters as a fullback. Great, great, great game for him. So at the start of that one, Jack Bird saved a try by stripping the ball from uh, Isaac Liu. Um... Wow, what a play that was from Jack Bird. I definitely wasn't expecting it. I thought Liu was over, but uh, evidence suggests otherwise. He just stripped it right out. So, great play from Jack Bird. Uh, Matt Dufty try-saver on Teddy. Threw him out. I mean, Dufty, little fella. The little fella getting in there and tackling Tedesco to pull him out. Great play by Matt Dufty. Daniel Tupo, who ended up scoring a hat-trick, kind of caught a very, very low pass from Drew Hutchinson. I honestly thought he knocked it on, but it was just so low that anyone would have thought the same. Uh, I don't know how Daniel Tupo caught it, and he puts it in on the corner and scores his first try. Egan Butcher, first try in the NRL, I think it is, for him. So congratulations to him. Uh, yeah, so yeah, congratulations to Egan Butcher. Uh, Tedesco, brilliant, sets up Copley. Again, Tedesco just had a great game. Uh, and Copley was there to receive the ball for the try. Copley is a great player too. Um, very lucky the Roosters got him. Uh, great replacement for Brett Morris in my opinion. Dragon score two tries before half time. McGuire unlucky after Strip and Lomax flick past to set up Ravalawa. Uh, very, very, very good. McGuire's Strip. Um, I mean, that was awesome. Uh, I wasn't expecting him to put a hooker. I mean, he is a small look forward, but I definitely didn't see him as a hooker, but he went all right, I guess. Um, and yeah, Lomax, he's just a talent when he wants to be. Absolute weapon with the footy. Uh, he can do amazing things with the footy. Uh, and he sets up Ravalau for the try. Dragons, 100 metre try effort after Walker kicks the footy into the end goal. I mean, Sam Walker. We've seen some pretty awkward errors for him. And uh, this one was just really unlucky. Um, and it sets uh, the, tight, the Dragons up for. 100 meter try it was just amazing to watch uh, Tupo got a dub 
gets his double, but he ended up getting a hat trick, but he got a second try after catching the high ball as he does usually in, and scores in the corner. So great job for Daniel Tupo. Sam Walker scored one of the softest tries I think I've ever seen, running straight through the middle of them. Uh, and no one touched him, to be honest. No one wanted to touch him. Tupo had trick in the... He got his third try in the corner. So great job to Daniel Tupo scoring a hat trick. And some there were some great moments from the Dragons, but the Roosters, they were just on top that game. I think that really sums it up. Uh, no injuries as of yet have been announced by the Roosters or the Dragons. So we'll just have to wait and see for that one. And finally, last but definitely not least, the Broncos versus the Warriors. What a game that was. Absolutely great brands of footy from both sides. Such a great effort. Uh, the Broncos ended up winning 24-22. to 22. Um, So earlier in the week, we got news that Alex Glenn had announced his retirement. So that's really upsetting for him. But anyway, onto the game. Levi was put onto the bench. Mead was ruled out of the game. Uh, so Turpin could make his return to the hooker spot. Turpin, what a player. Uh, Chad Townsend was also a late inclusion. Um, Murchie was also a late inclusion onto the bench. Uh, so let's start off with the game. Xavier Coates scored a pretty much miracle try at the start of that one. He's such a great player. Uh, there was really nothing doing, and he just made something out of nothing, I guess. Uh, Milford, long ball for Coates, and Coates scored a double. Uh, pretty much the fastest game of footy I think I've ever been seen played in this set. Sees Montoya scoring in the corner. I mean, I couldn't even keep up with how many passes, kicks, uh, play the balls that they were. I... I it was probably the fastest brand of footy I think I've seen in one set. Uh, Milford try was denied by Peter Hickey and geez, Peter Hickey, what a defensive e- defensive effort for him, him in that game. Uh, Hickey was denied after a great effort. I mean, grubbers and toe pokes and chips and all this, all these kicks and it, well, I don't know. It was it was just crazy. I. I I don't think I've ever seen something like it. I think uh, it was Andrew Johns or Brad Fittler that said that it was basically like a cartoon. I definitely agree. It was just so strange that how the, way the game was played. Yeah, as I said, Hiku had great defense that whole game and, and attack, to be honest. He was just fantastic. And, yeah, he second time lucky, he scores a try. Dallin Tennis Lesniak sets that one up with a beautiful grubber kick back in field for Hiku to toe poke it and score. Uh, both kicks from uh, Reese Walsh were unsuccessful the first for the first two tries that they scored, which was pretty unlucky for him. They had a pretty uh, off night with the boot, to be honest, other than the chips and grubbers and uh, toe pokes that they did. Um, conversion kicking was the only kicking brand that they struggled in. Um, Curran barges over, and geez, he's played some great footy in the past few weeks. Josh Curran, uh, he's just a solid player. Uh, 
Uh, Walsh finally gets the kick after Curran scores. He finally nails a conversion. Albert Kelly, miracle bounce for a try. Uh, bounced basically straight to him, and all he had to do was chuck in a little tiny right foot step to get away from, I think it was Dunlop Tennis Lesniak, uh, and score a great, great try for the Broncos. Most it was pretty much an off the cuff game. Like all both halves from each sides were off the playing off the cuff brands of footy. The backs were playing off the cuff brands of footy. Uh, it was just so hard to keep up. It was such a great game, great game for Anthony Milford. I think he's definitely come back and proved himself for the Broncos. And Reese Walsh missed the two point field goal, which ultimately won. The Broncos that game, 24-22. to 22, And no injuries recorded as of yet. Well, thank you guys for listening. I do realise that this podcast has been going for a while. This particular episode. I will leave it there. Recommend the podcast to your friends. I hope you enjoyed and I will see you in the next one.